bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Thursday. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, we've been doing the chat thing. I don't have a game for like a week. Again, dry spell. I guess I can handle that. I'm sure you guys have had the same experience from time to time. I was thinking about, again, I was thinking about, I love tables. I've got so many books with tables, it's unreal. It just, tables I never use, tables I use all the time. But you know what? One thing I really like that I don't get to use much are dice drop tables. Now, dice drop tables can be as simple as something with a grid on it. And what these guys do, and I've seen it in certain books like Bornheim and in The Black Hack has it too, where you just you just put this grid down there. They do a grid of like different, oh, I don't know, buildings in a town or different, it could be whatever, or different rooms or different things like that. And you just drop some dice on there and, and read and see where it lands. Bornheim, Bornheim has a rather elaborate one elaborate one on either you know on the inside covers which is kind of neat but we'll get into more about that after this so dice drop tables okay to me that is just a lot of fun and to me i don't know maybe i embrace the chaos theory (laughs) because i tend to role play on the fly even though i may have like a story arc or something or some kind of framework i still like to do stuff on the fly i'd like to do random encounters because i never know what's going to happen and maybe i'm just a chaotic guy i don't know but i really love things like dice drop tables and you can you can adjust it too you can make your own i mean i do that for dungeons sometimes don't even need a table all you need is to me all you need is a blank a blank piece of paper and some dice and a pen and i see i like to use graph paper just because and what i would do is if it's like an underground layer or something like that i would just take a piece of graph paper write down the rooms i think i'm going to need the number of rooms of the rooms, or if it's a five-room dungeon, you know, you know what to do. And just take some D6s or D4s, D4s work best, and just drop them. Because they don't roll, they just drop. And then you see where they land, and then, this is why I could, some people use a blank sheet of paper, just make circles where they land, and those are the rooms. And then you connect them any way you want. That is really nice when you're out in the field, out at a table, and they want to explore some place you haven't done before. Uh, I would just say, hey, give me five minutes, drop the, drop the dice, make some notes. You've got monsters picked out already because you've been using them already. You've got your monster thing and, and maybe some treasure traps. I don't know. If you, and that's the kind of thing you do on the fly. And then you just say, okay, let's go. You guys find these stairs going down into the darkness. What do you do? There you go. So dice drop tables are a lot of fun. I even, it's, it's, it behooves you 
to, if you're going to make a dice drop table or use them or print them or whatever, it behooves you to have a box to roll them in. It's a lot easier than just, you know, because if you're not, if you're using anything other than D4, they're going to fly all over the place. So you got to have to kind of constrain them. Now, if you go to a place like Michael's, you can get, the, you know, those like those frame, you can get like picture frames, those deep ones, the or the blocks where they, you know, where they put pictures on the other front, use that and just place your drop table in there, print it out and place it. I have a cigar box. I have a cigar box I jerry-rigged to use as a dice box, to use as a, someone to, when I didn't have a dice tray. I used a dice tray, but also I made some, I converted some drop box tables that I can put on the bottom and do that. It needs, the lid needs to be fixed, but other than that, it still works great. Just slap those in there. And I got them in my bag. You know, I keep these papers in my bag. It's like, okay, here's one for, um, for combat. What, what, what weapons they're using? What, what, the, what weapons are the monsters using? I just, okay, he's got a broadsword. He's got an axe and he's got a pike and he's got a spear. And okay, let's go. And then I just do that. And sometimes even put, I think the table even puts like the damage they do or something like that. I'm real, I'm real futzy. I, I'm, I'm real flexible with damage. I know, I know, once again, my benchmarks thing, I know a weapon will do an average of a D6. And something smaller would do less D4. Something larger would maybe do a D8 or something like that. Or a couple of D6 or something like that. Yeah, I just, I just go from there. I go, I take it from the, I take it from the D, D6 is the middle. That's the, my start point. Then I vary from there. That's, that's the basic idea out of benchmarks, and also you can do that with dice drops. So find some dice drops and use them or make your own. There's some online you can find, I believe, too. There are several places. Google it, just dice drop RPG dice drop table or dice drop table or something like that. Anyway, I recommend those. So, all right, I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, you can get a hold of me at oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And we are monetized so little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And thank you again, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, and Daniel for my support. And don't forget Mark C. Walring's podcast, The Yawning Owlbears. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.